guys and welcome to this week's episode of A Drummer's Guide 2. So this week I'm talking about websites and how important I think that they are, whether you're a musician, a business owner, a sole trader, a entrepreneur, a solopreneur as they call them, I think to have a hub of somewhere where everything about you that you want to be out there exists. So enjoy this episode. Uh, I go into incredible detail about what I feel should be on a website, but enjoy it and I'll see you on the other side. I wanted to talk today about websites because recently in the last sort of three or four months, I've had quite a few situations where people have been asking me to recommend like musicians and stuff for gigs uh, or for recordings. And I've been like, yeah, great, fine. They'll sort of give me a brief of the kind of musician that they want and I will put together a list of people that I think are appropriate. And what that will involve for me is uh, just going through my phone book and sort of writing in drummer or guitarist or whatever. And I've got all of the people that, all the musicians that I know, I have their instruments saved with their names. So I'll put down a list, oh, they'll be good, they'll be good. So I'll write down this list. Right, okay, now I need to find something to show people. So I'll look up their website or lack thereof. This is what I'm realizing. The amount of musicians that don't have a website is shocking, like absolutely shocking. I recently got asked to do a, uh, to put together some uh, musicians for a, a new artist that's coming out in a couple of months. And one of the guys who I was like, this guy will be perfect perfect guitarist, perfect sort of image, vibe, like the whole thing, I was like, they'll be great. First off, no website. The closest I could get was a Twitter feed, which he hadn't posted on for like two years. And not only that, it was complete ramblings that he'd put on there. So there were like no images of him playing. There were no, yeah, decent sort of like, oh, watch this video of me playing or anything like that. And of course, even if there was, the chances that that's going to be at the top of their feed, unless they've pinned the tweet, um, is going to be minimal. And by the time that whoever's putting together this band goes and has a look at their Twitter, they might have put up some picture of them like wasted or something, you know, just something not very professional. And adding to that, you know, when you get to have like a link or whatever in your bio, no link, no nothing, like no way to contact them because at this current moment in Twitter, on Twitter rather, uh, to get in touch with someone, you have to be following each other to direct message. So you can only tweet at them and, and do all that sort of stuff, which when someone hasn't been on Twitter for two years, it's probably telling me that they just don't do Twitter anymore. So anyway, <sighs> that's my rant over. It was so frustrating and it was quite embarrassing having to put together these names and just going, oh, here's la 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 la, they're really great. Sorry, they don't have a website. They have a Twitter. I I don't even have an email address for them. So here's their number and, and you're just going to have to trust me on this sort of thing, which is fine, but, you know, it, it puts me in an awkward position, puts them in an awkward position. Anyway, so what I wanted to talk about is, with that being said, is the reasons to have a website well i've just told you the reasons to have a website i want to talk about what to have on your website you don't need some flashy thing it can just be quite a simple thing that that sort of like has a certain amount of points to cover um and that's it really so let's start off so the first thing that you're going to need on your website obviously is like start off with some sort of striking image of you playing your instrument 
on my website emilydolandavis.com it is a picture of me playing the drums and smiling and I think that's quite a good representation of me because I smile a lot when I play so you know consequently maybe say Nine Inch Nails wouldn't get in touch although that would be great if they did uh, but you know it, it's just that's who I am I, I can't really well I can change that but I choose to be a positive sort of energy giver player whatever um, so yeah a striking image is good great first impression like wow okay get people intrigued fine the next thing to have uh, I think and, and my thought on this has changed over the years but at the moment I think it's the best thing to have as your first initial um, thing and that is uh, a video or a series of videos of you playing and I'm not talking about videos that someone has videoed from some gig that you've done and you know it might be in a huge venue but the sound quality is like awful um, and you know the pictures all fuzzy and you know you're on stage with seven other people and it's like well which one are you um, I wouldn't suggest having that as your lead video necessarily what I actually ended up doing was finding a bunch of different bits of footage from different artists that I've played with and then creating another video which is a compilation of those things with a piece of music over the top that's very heavily drum based that I sort of wrote over the top of it just to show this is me, this is how I play, these are the artists that I've played with and then if they're still interested they can, they can go down and then there's more videos um, things like the Foo Fighters Best of You video uh, which is me playing in the fairy lights and then there's I think there's a video of me playing with the darkness and what else is on there? I can't even remember. Yeah, anyway, there's a few different videos, but that initial one is, here I am, this is me, these are the people I've played with, come and find out more, basically. That's that's the vibe I'm going for. I'd like to think it works. I guess it does, because some people are calling me. Some aren't, obviously, but I wouldn't know that, because they haven't called me. Um, so yeah, so that's a really good starting point. Um, if you don't have any live videos of you playing, I would suggest doing exactly what I did. Uh, how many years ago it was and that was recording that cover video of uh, Foo Fighters Best of You. Yes it's not ideal and even the video that I recorded, I did this on purpose but it's very lo-fi, it's, it's one microphone, in fact I can show you exactly what the microphone, it was this, this Zoom microphone, H2N, it's years and years old, I still use it um, but it was basically that, I think it was placed like under the floor tom or something so it's a shoddy sound, but the reason I did that was that I didn't want people to think that the video had been doctored or, you know, I just wanted it to be raw and there are mistakes on that video. It's not perfect, not by a long way, but I needed to just go, I need to show that I'm human, but this is what I do sort of thing. So I think it worked. Like I say, I've had jobs from that video, like 100% people have booked me because of that video. So it obviously works in some capacity so um yeah so i would suggest if you don't have any live footage that is decent enough that you're not happy with you're not happy how you're putting yourself out there take it into your own hands and do something and whether that's recording it in just like a rehearsal room that you've rented and just make it as best you can if you want to go down the super professional route go do that as well just do what you feel is best just go with your gut and be brave with it. I was terrified. I was like, this can be awful. Everyone's going to hate it. Everyone's going to be criticising me. It's going to be terrible. And actually the complete reverse happened. And yes, I got a few comments. Why are you playing drums looking like a Christmas tree? Oh, sorry. Gosh, I didn't realise that could be so offensive. Oh, jeez. Um, so yeah, just go do it. Own it. You can always do others. 
hey, it's no big deal. Like, it's not the end of the world, it really isn't. So, that's a great first sort of thing. So you've got your image, you've got your videos. Next thing I would have, it's either one of these two things. I'd probably have like some sort of audio playlist. And this can be, uh, well, it's it's best, I guess. I guess you'd call it a discography. So anything that you've played on, recorded on, and it doesn't have to be big artists. It can be independent artists. It doesn't really matter as long as it gives a good, represent good representation of you playing. And also, yeah, as long as it just sounds good, basically, like the overall production, as long as it's not, you know, one microphone in a rehearsal room, which you wouldn't just yeah I wouldn't go for that unless it sounds supremely incredible uh, which I guess is possible I've never heard of recording like that I've heard plenty of awful ones um so yeah so don't worry if like they're not named people or anything because people are there just to listen to the actual audio they couldn't care less whether you're playing with Beyonce or Billy Bob down the road in the pub as long as it sounds good and and, and people can hear how you're playing so that's a good one um the third thing to have or the fourth thing to have in there I guess uh is photos now photos are an annoying thing because in my world in my perfect head I just think it shouldn't matter what I look like and that should be no bearing on whether I get a job or not but unfortunately that's just the way it is um, especially if you're getting put forward for TV things which are generally mimed which means you're not playing on them live you're just miming along to what something that's already been played so actually the image thing is everything. Now, obviously, the videos will help that because it shows how you're playing. Like, you know, you're not a timid player. So if they want a very chilled out, they may not go for you. But, you know, if you can showcase a few different vibes, that's really good. Um, but, yeah, things like any TV things, the first thing they ask you for is a headshot, really. It's just the reality of it. You just got to go with it. Make the best of it. Have, like, a headshot where you can actually see your face. Um, and maybe some sort of full length, I guess. I don't think I even have a full length. Oh no, actually, I do have a full length, but it's in the context of drums, I guess. Um, and there may be some really cool like live shots if you have any. And again, even if you don't have any of these things, just rent a room, if you don't have your own room, put a kit in it, and just play and perform and have a video, uh, sorry not a video, a camera with a time-lapse setting which you can have on your phone because phones these days are amazing with their quality um, and just set it going. I used to do this so I, when I recorded any YouTube videos I would do the recording bit, set up the cameras, do the thing, go right yeah I'm happy enough with that, that's fine, I can edit it and take it away and blah 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 and then for about an hour after that, I would do my <laughs> my own like photo shoot, which would involve me taking a camera, setting it up on a tripod or balancing it on something really precarious. Um, and it didn't have a time lapse feature, <laughs> but it did have a timer, like self timer, you know, when it's like, right, I'm gonna take a group photo, right, put on the timer, timer, run, right, run into place. I basically did that for, it must have been longer than an hour thinking about it. But anyway, what I would do, I would do that. I would go, right, go, I've got five seconds. I'd run behind my kit and I'd like strike a pose or start playing or, you know, just, just work out something that's gonna look cool. And then I'd go back and then I'd look at it and I'd go, oh yeah, actually the, the, the angle's good. So let me try something different. Um, that's, that gets a bit blurry like that. So maybe if I just 
hold the pose but then trying to tense the muscles in the same way that you would when you're playing maybe that would look good and you know I would do this and I would end up with like hundreds of photos hundreds and out of those I'd maybe get one or two that were decent you know um, but that made up a lot of my f photo portfolio I guess for many years until you know you're doing gigs where there's proper photographers with really nice cameras and they actually know what they're doing and then that's really nice because then there's a nice surprise you go, oh, there's a nice photo there lovely I'll like can, uh, can I use that please I'll credit you I promise um so yeah so I think get some photos again not really an excuse for that uh what is the next thing the next thing I guess would be some sort of short bio uh this is where you can just tell people a tiny bit about your background maybe and then um, list some skills that you can bring to a gig so obviously drummer for 20 years uh, this is my personal one so I can do programming and that and then I'll list like Ableton, Logic, HD24, um, QLab, all that sort of stuff uh, I can also do electronics I use Yamaha, I use uh, MPC, Akai stuff um, a main stage, yeah, and Ableton, I guess, with the programming as well. Um, also, sorry, with the electronics. Also, uh, I do backing vocals, not very well, but I can do them. Um, yeah, and, and just list exactly the kind of, like, if you play another instrument, put that down 100%. I mean, I can't tell you how much labels and managers and artists love, like, a drummer that can play guitar as well or keys I mean that is just like gold dust to them oh put down if you play percussion as well because that's the whole thing the final and most important thing that you need on a website is a contact page now it could you can have the greatest website in all the world but if you don't have a contact page it means nothing because they just how what they're gonna send that some sort of carrier pigeon or get hold of some sort of like clairvoyant and just sort of say oh can you would you find this person to you know I need them for my gig now so make sure you have a contact page that can be either just an email address you know if just a contact emily at emilydolandavis.com you can have a actual form that you can send out uh, that people can fill in then they, that gets sent to you if you don't want to put your email address publicly online which I didn't do for years and now I've kind of just gotten over it and yes I got I get a lot of spam a lot of spam but pff, hey it's not it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of life it's not that big a deal so um yes please please do all this work and please then put a contact page on your website otherwise pointless absolutely pointless so I think that kind of covers everything. Um, I wanted to talk about as well, uh, like what platform to kind of use to create your websites because I've been doing my own website since I was about 14, I think. Uh, and I used to do it using like literally basic HTML uh, and I used to use Fetch, I think it was, to host it. I didn't really understand how it worked back then, so I was like, I just asked my dad, and he was like, right, so what you need, you need Fetch, and you need to upload it, and you need to, and I don't even remember to this day what exactly I did, but uh, yeah, so I started out, and it was basic. It was proper, like, HTML 1.0. It was awful, but hey, it was the beginning of my learning how to do websites. Um, 
And now I've sort of like progressed over the years. I started using WordPress.com, which was uh, really great. If you do, if you have basic sort of web knowledge, you don't really need to know any HTML even. Um, it's a great way using their free themes and all of that. It's a great way to start. Uh, I'd suggest getting your own domain name if you can. It's it's not it's not free, but it's also not expensive. I think I pay twelve dollars a year for mine, which is I mean, that's nothing, really. Um, but I think it makes a huge difference. Um, and then later on, I've started using uh, WordPress org, which you have a lot more capability, a lot more control over what happens, and you can add in random plugins, and there's all sorts of uh, stuff. But if you start out with some sort of free uh, site like WordPress, I know a lot of people use Wix, apparently. I used to use Wix for, like, all of a week, and at the time, it was still very new, and it... Uh, it didn't work very well with Mac, so I was like, this is this is getting really frustrating and I don't feel I can manipulate it in the way I want to, so I moved on. But I hear Wix these days is really good. I think people are still using Squarespace maybe as well. Um, but yeah, just find something that sort of works for you, that kind of makes sense to you and doesn't frustrate you. My websites, I have many of them, um, I am constantly trying to refine them, update them, make them as good as I can, uh, especially the newest one, A Drummer's Guide 2, uh, is the one that I'm daily sort of looking at, just going, this is rubbish, this is just rubbish, I just need to, I need to make this better, it just, it looks so lame, it looks amateur, so yeah, every day I'm, I'm trying to make that a little bit better. I'm a lot happier with the emilydolandavis.com and emilydrums.com, but yeah, the newest one needs some work. But again, it's just a, it's a constant thing. It's a great thing to do in January. That's usually what my January is filled with. It's like, right, nobody's asking for me for any gigs because nobody really works in January in the music industry, really. They do a little bit. And in saying that, I've just been booked for January, so that's probably not true. But uh, so usually it has been January is my revamping the website month and reaching out to people and connecting with people and hanging out. Uh, so, yeah, it's really good. Anyway, I sure stop going on about this but if you don't have a website please get one i want to recommend you for work and i need somewhere to show people what you do the best that you can and how you would like to represent yourself so please do this it will save people so much effort and and time and yeah like you don't want to be awkward to get hold of like it's hard enough being called for a gig don't make it harder to then even like find out about you or to get the call so um yeah just Please do it. Thanks. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day so far. I hope you've got an awesome week ahead of you. And join me next time for another one of these. Hope you enjoyed that episode and it's given you something to think about. Uh, if you don't have a website already, I just cannot stress how good it is to have one. It's definitely the best part of all the different sort of social media and all that sort of stuff that I have uh, just have that hub there is wonderful but anyway um I will be back next week talking about the elusive groove what that means to me how I developed it I mean I was and continue to be obsessed by it to this very day uh, so I just share with you my insights about groove and this won't be just an episode for drummers this will be for any type of instrumentalist or any music lover 
But anyway, I hope you guys are having a good day. Um, as I said before, if you would like to sign up to the A Drummer's Guide to mailing list to make sure that you don't miss out on any subjects that I'm covering, please head over to www.adrummersguide2.com. Equally, if there are any questions that you have or any subjects you'd like me to cover, then head over and send me an email at info at adrummersguide2.com. I look forward to seeing you next week and I hope you are going to have a lovely time between now and then. All right, see you later, taters. Bye.